You're listening to the DNB Supply Show podcast, your number one resource for living the country lifestyle. This is your host, Matt Breckwald, coming to you from my place in the country to yours. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the DNB Supply Radio Show. Hey, this is your host, Matt Breckwald. It is great to have you with us here again. Well, you know, when we talk about the Western lifestyle or we talk about the country lifestyle, there is one thing that comes to mind, and that is animals, that's livestock. I mean, that just pops to mind. Whether you live in the city and you're out on the trails with your dog, whether you're out in the country and you've got 100 head of cattle, it just seems synonymous with this Western lifestyle. Well, there is a unique opportunity to see animals from all over the world and add that to your definition of the Western lifestyle right in the middle of where we broadcast this show out in Caldwell, Idaho. And I'm talking about a place called Babby Farms. Now, if you've never heard of or been to Babby Farms, it is a fascinating place where you can see exotic animals from all over the world. You can get up close, you can pet and touch a lot of these animals, and it is a wonderful place to go. Really well kept up, wonderful place to see these exotic animals. My favorite animal out there is the yak. I don't know what it was about seeing a yak, but I thought that was so cool. But today we are going to have on the manager of Babby Farms, and that is Aaron Johnson. He's going to be talking to us all about the different diverse array of primates and different species they have out there for you to see, birds, reptiles, their giant tortoise. I mean, all of these different things. He's going to be talking about that and then giving some insight and some background into how all these animals wound up in Caldwell, Idaho, how they take care of them and just what Babby Farms is all about. Really excited to bring this to you and we'll have it coming up to you here in just a moment. Aaron, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on today. Hey, Matt, thanks for having me. Hey, you bet. I am excited for this conversation. I have been out to Babby Farms a couple times with my daughter and some right. some groups of kids, and it is a fun place to go. That's awesome. I like to hear that. Well, I, I am really eager to tell your story and to to introduce anybody who hasn't already heard of you to the availability of this of your place. But uh, let's do this. Let's start off by just kind of introducing you. So, if you could just introduce yourself to our audience, kind of tell us who you are and and what you do. Okay. Well, my uh, my name is Aaron Johnson. I am the manager out here. I just oversee the daily. I guess, needs of the farm, uh, make sure the employees are doing what they're supposed to be doing, and, and yeah, just making sure it runs smoothly. While playing with some animals, it's things. <laughs> yeah. Huh? yeah, you got to got to include playing with the animals. Now, yeah. so how long have you been working with her? Um, I've been actually working with her for 15 years, but as far as Babby goes, I've been here for, this is going on my third year. And so this all started out as a as a project for animal therapy for people that, that needed some help in that respect, right? Yes. She, she believes that that's a, a big part of Babby is the animal therapy when it comes to people or ch- children or adults, excuse me, um, with dis- disabilities or special needs. For the kids who, who don't have that sort of thing and adults, she, you know, she opened it up for them to have a really good time and to, you know, they come out. Okay. Well, let's talk about what Babby Farms is today. So describe it for anybody who's listening who hasn't heard of you or have, has never come out. What kind of experience can they have? Okay. Uh, well, we do have a wide variety of animals. Uh, we are a petting zoo. So when you do come, be, be sure to get ready to pet a couple of animals like kangaroos, goats, sheep, that sort of thing. Um, we do have other animals uh, that are a little more exotic that you can't touch, but you can definitely get right up next to and see and actually be right in front of the animals. Like it, it's a very unique experience that you probably wouldn't find anywhere else. Well, you know, it's funny. You, you let that roll off the tongue so casually. You know, goats, sheep, kangaroos, and then we have some exotic stuff. For most people in Idaho, a kangaroo is pretty exotic, right? 
They are exotic. Uh, with ours, you can go in with them for the most part. Um, if they're having a bad day, then we, we tend to close it off, but people can still pet them through the fence. Excuse me. But you can go in with them, get some pictures taken with them. Uh-huh. See Jack, he's one of our stars out there in the kangaroo pen. <laughs> All right, so I've got to ask, what puts a kangaroo in a bad mood? Why do they have a bad day? A bad day. Well, with, say we, we do have uh, one Kraken. He's our, he's our big male. Uh-huh. Um, he likes to hug things a lot, and I feel like if he doesn't get to hug his, you know, his grass hay or hug an arm or hug anything on your body, he, he definitely gets upset about that. Oh, really? But he's one we, we kind of keep away from everyone. Uh, people can't touch him and stuff, but as far as going in with him, we don't allow that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so you mentioned other exotics. So what are some of the most exotic animals you have that people can come and, and see or pet or, or just observe from a safe distance, I guess? Oh, wow. Uh, where do I start? So we do have a zebra. That's, he's pretty popular. We do have a couple of camels. Uh, actually, three, not a couple. We have three camels. And we do have some bear cats, which are scientifically called a binturong. We do have some Asian small clawed otters. We have some lemurs. We do have a spider monkey named Mowgli, a black-handed spider monkey. And we do have a capuchin monkey named Minnie, who just loves taking people's sunglasses. That's becoming a problem here lately. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have the sloth? We do. He he did recently just have surgery. Okay. Uh, and we're waiting on to see what happens with that. Okay, gotcha. So he, he had some, some medical issues that are getting taken care of. Yes, he did have some bladder stones. Um, and he is with our vets who we just love the pieces. Uh, so hopefully a good outcome comes from it. Well, it is such an interesting place to go and see all these different exotic animals. You know, I was going to bring this up later, but I'll bring it up now. By far, my daughter's favorite animal is the sloth. So we'll be uh, we'll have our fingers crossed over here in CUNA uh, for, oh, good, for, for good. your sloth to recover. For me, I was fascinated with the yak. Uh, so there's there's yes. there's actually still a lot of stuff you haven't even mentioned. Um, the, for some reason, the yak was just so fascinating to me. He is a very big guy, and he plays really rough. So, so we have to be careful whenever we're in there with him uh-huh. cleaning. He's not malicious at all. He just he just likes to play, and he I don't think he understands he's you know two thousand pounds. So <laughs> it, it, it is a yeah it is a sight to see when we whenever we go in there with him. Well, that is a great introduction. Let's take our first break, and when we come back, I want to get into the history of this place a little bit deeper, all right? Sure, absolutely. Feeding your pets lifelong health starts with science, and that's exactly what's behind Hill's Science Diet. Made by vets, scientists, and nutritionists, Hill's Science Diet offers biology-based nutrition for all pets with formulas for every age, size, and special requirement or need, like joint health and weight loss that create differences you can see, feel, and trust. No wonder it's the number one veterinarian recommended pet food. So pick up Hill's Science Diet at D&B Supply today. Say you were to ride off into the sunset. Ideally, what kind of boots and clothes would you be wearing? For horseback riders of all styles, nothing beats the look and performance of Ariat. Available at DMB Supply. Everyone from famous rodeo cowboys to country music legends to equestrian Olympians. Turn to Ariat with confidence. You can count on them too. Think of Ariat as your ultimate riding companion for the life and times in the West. When you need to better outfit your ride with Ariat, stop by your favorite DMB Supply. All right, Aaron. Well, now that we're back, let's talk about the name. So where does the name Babby Farms come from? Babby Farms comes from... I guess uh, the the name the baby name because it started with a bunch of smaller animals. Uh, she had a bunch of baby animals out here. Mm-hmm. That was how it kind of started, 
And it, of course, they all grew up <laughs> since since then. But uh, that's kind of really the name originated was from like Baby Farms, but it's it they changed it to Babby. They added an extra B okay for Babby Farms. Now, for for everybody in our listening audience, because we're on the air from Pendleton, Oregon, all the way down on I eighty four to Twin Falls. Idaho, wow. uh, you guys are located just right in the center of that. So everybody within the sound of my voice has the ability to make a day trip over to see all these exotic animals you have. But if you can, let everybody know where you're located and the best way to find you. Sure. Uh, we're located up in Caldwell. It's kind of funny because we're actually Jim County, but we're in Caldwell. Um, we're like right on that line. So the address is 5900 El Paso Road, and uh, we are open from Tuesday Sunday, 9 to 5, and we are closed on Monday for maintenance. All right, everybody, so don't come on Mondays. Uh, You will be disappointed. What exit exit is the best one for people to take off of I-84 for you? I would take 25. Um, You can take the Sand Hollow exit. That will get you here as well. Uh Um, If you are coming from, say, Oregon, that's a good exit to take. Um, If you're coming from the Boise area, uh, I would definitely take uh, 25. And then your operating season, when do you kick it off and when do you shut it down for the year? We opened up May 1st, and um, it has been a great opening. We, we can't thank everybody enough for such a great opening. I, mean, I don't know what to say about that. It's, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a wild ride so far. But we do close uh, September 30th, mm-hmm. so that will be our last day. October 1st will be our first day of clo- being closed. Okay, so everybody should make their plans accordingly uh, to come down and, and spend a day with you. And that's great you've had such a good opening, but I know your reputation is growing because it's... Oh, it's, yeah, we... we we, we, we love it. We love it. How many, now, since since this has been going full bore, how many visitors do you usually get a year? That is really hard to put a number on that. <laughs> we, it just depends on uh, really the types of, of days. I, um, one thing I do know is when it gets hot, people tend to not want to come out as much. Uh-huh. And we totally understand that. So, but it's really hard to put a number on how many visitors we get. There, there's quite a few. We do have a lot of repeats, too, sure. uh, which we absolutely love. We love people coming back. Um, to see everybody, Minnie Mowgli, all the animals, they love to see everybody again as well. You know, we talked about the different variety of exotic animals, but I forgot to even ask about like spiders, reptiles, birds, and things like that. Do you have those types of animals as well? We do. We do have, we do have some of those types. Um, we have some bearded dragons. Uh, we do have an iguana, some turtles, uh, and a tortoise. And um, when it comes to birds, we do have several types of birds. Uh, we have the African gray bird. We do have um, a couple of macaws. Yeah, they definitely come out and see them as well. We do have a rose-breasted uh, cockatoo, uh-huh. and she loves to dance for everybody. So <laughs> come out and see Rosie. She loves to see everybody. Now, Aaron, you've obviously been working there for a while because this just rolls off your tongue. It's just so normal for you. But like, for example, the tortoise you're talking about, he's gargantuan. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Yeah, he, he's really big. He's, he's a really big, uh, really big tortoise. We've been kind of keeping him in the jungle room at the moment. Uh, but he does kind of roam around. We have a, in the back, we call it the back 40, where the livestock animals are. Uh-huh. We have a big fence back there that he likes to get into and stomp around. Yeah, he is. I swear the, uh, tor- tortoises could go for miles. <laughs> he is unbelievably impressive at just his size. Uh, really cool to be able to yeah. go and see an animal like that. As I'm looking at the pictures on your website, you've got a goat on here, and it's named Gandalf. And I can't tell you why, but as I look at this picture, it is the perfect name for this goat. I don't know why this seems to fit with the Lord of the Rings and Gandalf the Wizard so well, but do you have any idea how this goat got its name? Because it's perfectly named. I, I do not know. I know he is one of the first goats that came to the farm. Been here for probably about 
seven years, six or seven years. He is one of the star goats, I guess. <laughs> uh, his horns do have that, that curl through him, you know, that, that swirl, uh, which definitely, definitely comes up. You know, the first thing you would think about would be like something from Lord of the Rings yeah. or, you know, Gandalf, for that matter. He, he is a, he is an interesting goat, that's for sure. Totally. Yeah, I don't know why. It just strikes me when I look at that picture, like, that is the perfect name for that goat. Well, really cool. <laughs> uh, anybody who... If you've got younger kids, and by the way, I went out there for my daughter and her friends, and I came away fascinated too. And again, with that yak, for, and I'm a I'm a livestock guy, I'm a cattle guy, and for some reason, mm-hmm. looking at that at that beast, I was just so impressed with that animal. But anybody who who wants a fun day, man, you have some fascinating stuff out there to see. Let's do this. I'm going to take another commercial break. When we come back, I want to talk about your mission because as I was researching this interview and I came across that. I found that to be very interesting. I want to make sure people know what that is, okay? Sure. Carhartt makes gear to get you through anything. So DMB Supply offers a wide selection to outfit any day, any task, and any weather. Built to stand the test of time and have your back no matter what comes your way. Carhartt clothing keeps you comfortable all day long. And for extra hard jobs, check out Carhartt Force. The line that wicks sweat, fights odors, releases stains, and works as hard as you do to outlast them all. Get decked out in Carhartt at DNB. The chicken or the egg? DNB knows what comes first. It's Neutrina Nature Wise Layer Chicken Feed which leads to both a healthier chicken and fresh, hard-shelled eggs. With over 90 years of experience raising healthy poultry, Neutrina NatureWise gives your hens wholesome, natural nutrition they can sink their beaks into. Free-range and home-raised flocks gobble this expertly designed and formulated layer feed in pellets and crumbles. So flock to your favorite D&B supply to pick up a bag of Neutrina NatureWise layer chicken feed for balanced nutrition. Well, Aaron, as we left out to the break, we were kind of talking about your mission, and it's really interesting. I Until I researched the interview, I actually did not know that uh, what your mission was. I thought it was just a straight for-profit business, but can you tell me a little bit more about the mission of Babby Farms? Sure. We are a, uh, we are a non-profit business out here. We tailor, I guess you could say tailor, uh, to any, any individuals, uh, adult or child with uh, special needs or disabilities. We are big on the animal therapy side. Uh, it, it's always nice to see their faces, you know, when they get around these animals mm-hmm. and they can, they can feed a deer and they, their face just lights up with, with, with joy. Being able to be so close to the animals and being able to do stuff like that. And we, we feel like it really helps them out a lot, you know, mentally, even, even socially. And we, we, when, you know, when it comes to that kind of thing, we, we, just, we just absolutely love it. We do offer free admission to anyone with special needs or disabilities, uh, adult or child. That's a big thing for us, too. We're really, you know, really proud to be able to do that. And, uh, you know, we really hopefully get out there and, and, and help, you know, anybody who, who, who needs it, you know, like I said, mentally or uh, physically, uh, we would love to be, be that go-to for anyone, whether you have special needs, disabilities or not, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're always here. You guys come out to see the animals and they just love to see you too. Now, how, how do the entry fees from the public that are coming in and paying and, and product sales, things like that, how do they go to support this mission? Uh, well, we actually try to do, uh, I guess when we're closed, I don't really do it when we're open because it's really hard to do it when we're open, mm-hmm. uh, take animals off the farm. But we, we're, we're big on, uh, I guess, the, uh, the outreach. You know, at, at the end of the year, uh, we like to go to schools, um, that sort of thing. And we don't, we don't charge a lot, pretty much just for gas. That's mm-hmm. about all we charge. 
just so we can get you know get our animals out there and, and you know hopefully hopefully help some kids and have some kids have some fun. But when it comes to any kind of entry fee, anything like that throughout the park, you know that all that stuff goes straight to the animals for the most part. I, I wish I, I I get a lot of uh, phone calls about people you know hey it's it's really expensive and stuff and when it when it I don't have a word this when it comes to that kind of thing we we just want people to understand that this is a unique experience. It's not something that you would see anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, being nonprofit, you know, all that money pretty much goes to them. You yeah. know, it goes to the animals. Um, it goes to their, their veterinarian care, uh, any kind of toys, feed, they, all, all that stuff. Well, I, it's a great mission, and it's wonderful that you can do that. And so when people do come out, and since they're paying admission into a nonprofit, are, is that type of stuff, can they write that off as a contribution? Uh well, us being nonprofit, I mean, I don't know if this is what you mean by that, but um, we, we don't take monetary donations. We, we do take, you know, other donations such as like old toys or lightly used towels, blankets, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we can't take um, actually monetary uh, donations. Okay. Now, we already talked about the most exotic, and I told you what my daughter's favorite animal, my favorite animal, animal is. But when folks come out, what do kids want to run to first? What, if you had to name one animal you've got out there, what would be the most popular people's most favorite? Oh wow, that that's another hard one. <laughs> um, I would have to probably say the zebra is a very popular one. Okay, and the uh, the kangaroos are extremely popular as well, uh, just because you can go in with them and actually pet them and, mm-hmm. and you know get to see them, their mannerisms, that sort of thing, jumping around, all that. Speaking of kangaroos, we do have one that is pregnant. Oh really? Um, she is bearing child, and we hope she will be popping her little head out here in about two weeks. Is that uh, right? It should be coming up really soon. We are going to put it on our Facebook. I'm getting a lot of phone calls for it. And we will, like I said, put it on our Facebook so people can come out and see the, the brand new baby. Very cool. And so, I and I hear this is going to go back to me watching cartoons when I was a kid, so don't laugh at me, but <laughs> when she has her baby, you say popping her head out. So you're talking about popping her head out of the pouch? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, she is in the pouch right now. Okay. So essentially, she has been born. Okay. But um, she has not come out of the pouch yet, and that's you can actually see her moving uh-huh. in there. Um, and the mother, Robin, she will she will go in there and clean it up real, real good. Mm-hmm. So there's a good chance she could see it now, but she will be popping her head out. When I say pop her head out, like you know, there's a head literally, yeah. <laughs> you know, right there at the chest section of the thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the cutest thing, and we 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 are extremely excited to be able to. To, to have this here, it's, it's we're, we're we, we just can't wait. Very cool. And so, how long will how long will she carry the baby around in her pouch? Like, how long will people be able to see the baby actually inside the pouch? Uh, we will probably keep it out there for at least another month, just so the about a month, just so the uh, the mother can you know tend tend to the baby. When it comes to the baby, the the baby Joey, he would definitely try to stay in the pouch as long as he could. Okay. I mean. Full grown kangaroo would try to get into the house as long as he could. Okay. If, he, if he could fit, he would definitely get in. All right. Well, let's take our third break. And when we come back, I, I got to know where you get these animals, all right? Oh, sure. A well worn pair of Danner boots has become a hallmark of hardworking and hard playing people in the West and everywhere else for that matter. Find your next pair of long lasting, great looking Danner boots at DB Supply. Hold a Danner boot in your hand and you'll notice the handcrafted precision. Try it on and you'll feel the difference. Test it against the elements and you'll appreciate the value of a product that's built to last. From classic hiking boots to handcrafted work boots to fashion forward looks that fit your daily life, stop on by D&B Supply to try Danner boots on for size. 
You wear jeans, but you live in Levi's. At DMB Supply, we've got a pair to fit you just right. Iconic and hardworking. Levi's are legendary. Worn by cowboys, rock stars, and everyday people, we carry different washes, styles, and sizes for both men and women. These jeans are ready for anything your day brings, from working outside to a night on the town. The denim legacy lives on every time you put them on. So pick up some Levi's at D&B. Well, Aaron, let's talk about these animals. Where do they come from? I mean, I know where you can get a goat. I'm pretty good at that. But a camel, a kangaroo, not so much. <laughs> right. Well, a lot of our animals are donated. Uh, we do get a lot of donations. Um, as far as like the extremely exotic, they are not donated. They were purchased. But like I, I get probably three to four calls a day with people wanting to donate something. Mm-hmm. We would love to take everybody's donations. I wish we could have them all. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we, our facility is only so big. And so we, we have to really monitor what we are taking in and making sure that they're clean and vaccinated and all that good stuff. And for the exotics and the ones you're purchasing, do you need special permits to be able to bring them in? Yes, we do go through ISDA and USDA as far as like bringing them into state, uh, the United States. But we, we, everything we purchase is in the United States. It's not, we don't purchase outside um, if we were to purchase anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the USDA side of it is you know, outside the United States. Uh, but the fish and game is we work really, you know, really well with fish and game and make sure we get all our permits and stuff like that. Because USDA really doesn't involve us. They come out and inspect us, but it's, it's like they, they only work when it comes to animals coming overseas, I guess. But here in Idaho, we, we work with animals that were born here, and uh, fish and game are, are the ones that we really go through. Okay. And ICA, ICA is a big one as well. Now, I've got to ask you this. This is a question provided to me by my daughter. How old do you have to be to work at Babby Farms? I think she's got some thoughts. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that is a really good question. We uh, do take people at 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Usually, it is a seasonal job. So usually it's like, you know, high school kids and, you know, kids going to college and we're coming back from college, that sort of thing. Um, we love animals. Uh, most of the time they are pursuing a, a veterinarian or animal type care uh, degree or, you know, future for themselves. So, we, you know, we're really lucky in that aspect to be able to, you know, to have employees like that who really want to get out and get hands on, uh-huh. you know, when it, when it comes to animals. But it is 16, but we do take volunteers whatever age as long as we got some guardians out here with them we definitely have volunteers no matter what the age is now along those lines and we'll talk about you for a second but how did you get the experience to be able to work with such a diverse array of animals is it just on the job training or is this something that you did say in college or something like that this is definitely on the job training i have can't really put a number on it probably seven years ago i started really working around farm animals and being around animals Mm mm-hmm and then, you know, coming up here uh, to, you know, to work at Babby, it's been a, quite the experience. So, yeah, it's definitely experience-based for me. Uh, but I, I, you know, I love what I do. Uh, I love my job. I, I, I couldn't ask for a better job and, you know, a better group of animals, I guess I should say. It's been a wild ride, I will say, that, <laughs> when it comes to me and, you know, my experience at Babby. Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, if somebody plopped a goat or a donkey or a cow down on my farm and said, take care of this, no problem. But if somebody plopped, a yeah. can- if they plopped a kangaroo down and said, you know, she, do- she doesn't look like she's feeling that good, I would be clueless. And that's what I'm wondering about, like with these exotic animals, the, the kangaroos, the sloth, I mean, uh, the tortoise. How in the world do you figure out what you're even doing? 
Oh, yeah. It, like I said, that's another wild ride. Um, we have to be very, very observant on everything when it comes to, you know, when they use the restroom, um, them eating. Because, um, you know, when it comes to an exotic animal, a lot of times in, in their mind, they're thinking that they're going to become easy prey if they show that they're, they're ill, mm. you know, whether they're sick or if they're injured. Mm-hmm. To them, they're becoming easy prey for a predator, so they won't show it until, like, the very end. And so it takes our due diligence in making sure we monitor, you know, their, their eating, their, their restroom breaks, you know, everything that involves that animal. You know, we really have to pay attention to a, a, every aspect of it, to be quite frank. Gotcha. <laughs> it's definitely, it's, it's like I said, a wild ride. We yeah. tend to that very, 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 uh, very cautiously. And then how do you find a veterinarian in Idaho that can take care of a kangaroo or can take care of a, a zebra? Oh, wow. You know, I, I don't know how they found her or, you know, the, the veterinarian clinic, but uh, Treasure Valley Veterinarian Clinic is the one we do go to. And Dr. Carly Hondo, we just love her to pieces. She is an amazing vet. And uh, Dr. Sosar, she is also an amazing vet, Chelsea Sosar. We couldn't ask for better veterinarians. They're always on call for us whenever we need them. They, they are just, they're, they're wonderful. Anything we need, they're always there, you know, ready to go. So we were extremely lucky, I should say that, to, you know, to have such a, a good veterinarian team. Now, does each individual species, I'm assuming they all have to have a very specialized and unique ration for them to eat? Yes, they, they do have specialized diets. Um, when it comes to the exotics, they are uh, extremely specialized. When, when I say that, you know, we, we give them the, the, the dry food that we do purchase, and then we have uh, the fruits and vegetables that they also get as well. We, you mm-hmm. know, we try to supplement that into their diet, too. When it comes to, you know, most of the barnyard animals, the hoofstock, we, we, you know, we call it out here. You know, there, there's a, a little easier, I guess. Uh, you know, just some hay, you know, that's that kind of thing, some grain. But yeah, when it comes to a monkey, he definitely has a different, different diet. Yeah. Okay, so let's take our last commercial here, Aaron. When we come back, I want to talk to you about what's going on in the future out of Babby Farms, all right? Sure, absolutely. You already know Honda makes some of the most reliable, fuel-efficient cars on the planet. And that's just as true for Honda lawnmowers. The best thing about a Honda mower is it's a Honda, which means exclusive features like a 4-in-1 twin-blade cutting system that results in finer clippings for either bagging or when mulching, actually feeding your lawn for important nutrients. And it also means a highly fuel-efficient engine that's easier on the environment while you're sprucing up your environment. Plus, depending on the model, Honda residential mowers come with either a three- or five-year limited warranty. Shop Honda at select DMB supply stores in eastern Oregon and southern Idaho. Tired of choosing between feeding your lawn for a thick green turf and fighting annoying weeds? DNB Supply is here to help you do both with Scott's Turf Builder Weed and Feed. Sometimes feeding your lawn also means feeding unwanted weeds that have taken root. That's why Scott's developed Turf Builder Weed and Feed, which uses a weed killer while also feeding your lawn to crowd out the weeds. So get to the root of your lawn issues with Scott's Turf Builder Weed and Feed at your favorite DNB Supply. All right. Well, Aaron, now that we're back, the one thing I've got to ask about the animals I forgot to get in was dealing with the heat. It gets kind of hot here in the summer, and so you've got some of these long-haired animals out there. How do they deal with that heat? Oh, it's we try to get them shade. I say we try, we do, but when it comes to the heat, God, Idaho. I've lived in Oklahoma before, and I've never seen heat like Idaho has. It is extremely hot here. We do set up misters for everybody. 
and we have sprinklers as well out um, around uh, like the back 40 area, you know, around all the livestock. They can get wet if they want to, mm-hmm. or they, you know, they can back up. They don't have to get wet. Uh, we do have misters for all the exotics that will be put up. We haven't put them up yet. It's been really nice outside. We've been blessed with nice weather. But once that heat kicks up, we will have misters out there for everybody, you know, Got to it. keep cool. Yeah, that's, you know, when I came out and I saw that yak, I was like, you're fascinating. How do you stay cool? But actually, I saw your shade structures and your misters. So, uh, yeah, you're doing yeah. a wonderful job taking care of their needs, especially in those hot summers when we do get warm. Now, are there going to be any new species this summer? Uh, I don't think we'll have any new species. Um, probably the newest animal we've gotten is probably a flying squirrel. Uh, we do have two of those. But as far as anything new this year, we're not looking to, to get anything new. Uh, I do get... You know, donations, uh, donation requests all the time. Mm-hmm. So there might be a new goat here or there. But other than that, yeah, we, we, we're just going to stick to what we have. <laughs> okay. Well, as you look forward in the future, what kind of new and upcoming things are going to be happening for Babby Farms? Oh, wow. Uh, well, we do have a zookeeper program that we are starting up. Um, we have actually done it in the past. Uh, but this year, we're really excited. Um, we're going to try to get everything set up before the wintertime hits. In the past, it's, it hasn't been like that, so hopefully we can get everything in order straight and have a great time with the kids. Um, zookeeper program is something that uh, kids can come out and learn what it's like to be a zookeeper, you know, and that does, that does involve a little bit of cleaning and stuff, parents out there, so if you are listening and you do want to put your kids to work, we do know the child laws, uh, the child birth laws in Idaho, so. But that being said, they can definitely come out and learn what it's like to be you know, a zookeeper and see some cool animals at the same time. So they get to come out, they get to play the part and kind of spark an interest for them, maybe. Absolutely. You know, and we really hope it does. Uh, we hope you know, kids can get that passion like we do uh-huh. uh, when it comes to animals. Um, that, like I said, that's a, that's a big, big part of the job is you got to be passionate about what you do. And you, you do have to love, you know, the, the animals that you're taking care of. I mean, that's just that's part of the job. Uh, but it's not all fun and games, you know, not all just playing with animals. We do have to clean up behind them too. So there, there is some work involved as well. That's where the passion comes in. You've got to have the passion to get you through the manure cleanup. Oh, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I will 100% agree with that. (laughs) Now, what other, what other new things do you have coming up? I know you mentioned something about an ambassador program. What is that? Yes, we are trying to start up. We do have a couple animals that we do, um, we, we, we work with everyone, but there are some that we feel more comfortable with being around the public as in, in an uncaged situation, uncaged scenario mm-hmm. where they will actually be able to sit with that animal and, you know, be able to pet it, maybe even feed it. Uh, we haven't dived too much into it yet. We, we just want to make sure the animals are ready before we start talking about the specifics of it. But we're hoping to get that started here soon because, uh, you know, we got a bear cat that's in line for that. We have... A uh, serval kitten. Well, I say kitten. She is a year and a half old, but to her, she's still a kitten. She mm-hmm. plays like one anyway. So okay. we uh, we definitely have a few animals that we are in incorporating into the program, and hopefully, we can get that kicked off this year. We we don't know if we'll have enough time because we want to make sure you know it, it it is a safe experience mm-hmm. for anybody coming out, and that that's that, that's a big thing for us. You know, is, is the safety is to make sure that you know that person sitting there confident enough to know that they can pet and touch that animal without it you know, hurting them. Now, when you say an ambassador program, what does that mean? Why is it called that? Uh, ambassador program, um, with uh, I guess the word ambassador, it just means that the animal is, I guess, a little more trained than the other one. Okay. Um, it's, it's an animal that, that we can take out into the public, and, and we know that um, it, it's not going to injure somebody. Okay. Um, it, it's not going to, you know, 
I guess, cause problems for, for us or the person. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're just a, a more trained animal, and they're, they're ones that do go around people and do get around and do get out of the farm to different schools and libraries and stuff like that. Okay. Now, can folks book private events out there like birthday parties for kids or things like that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We do take birthday parties. We uh, don't do anything really different when it comes to birthday parties. Uh, you guys just come out, and we can reserve some tables for you underneath our covered uh, picnic area. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys can sell your stuff up there and come out and have a great time. We do offer a discount for, uh, I guess, larger groups. If you know, there's 20 or more, we do offer a 20% discount. Okay. So, yeah, definitely come out and have your birthday with us. Uh, it, it's it's a lot of fun. We, we have we have a good time out here. And speaking of that discount, what is your regular cost of admission, just so folks listening know? Sure. Uh, regular cost is ten fifty per adult, and it's $8 for children. And, uh, and the ages for children are 4 to 13, or 4 to 12, I should say. 13 is the cutoff. Okay. And uh, anyone three and under is free. Uh, we do offer disc- uh, discounts for military, uh, firefighter, police, uh, EMT, and uh, veterans as well, uh, veterans or active duty for that matter. Yeah, you guys get discounts as well. And uh, almost senior citizens, they get uh, 750 That's the price for seniors. I almost forgot about them. Well, that is great. Loved hearing about it. If people want more information than we've given them here, where should they go to find that? Well, we do have a website, uh, babbyfarms.net. You can get a lot of information there, a lot of good stuff, especially when it comes to the different kind of closings and everything like that. Say if the pony rides are closed down, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Facebook page is also a good one, and our Instagram page. We do post a lot of stuff there. That's where you'll probably see it first is going to be Facebook. Because, I mean, with social media, it's, it's able to, we're able to get it out a lot quicker. We do put it on the website, but a lot of times people don't see that. So with Facebook, we are able to get out you know, the, the message or the word a little, a little quicker. Okay, very cool. Well, Aaron, this was great. Thank you so much for coming on and telling your story. And thanks to all of you for doing what you do. I think it's a really nice community service you're providing there. Oh, man, thank you so much, Matt. It's been great having you. Thank you all for joining us today. And here is to you and your pursuit of the country lifestyle, however you define it. For the DNB Show, I'm Matt Breckwald. <laughs>